Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Terrence to his Philip, Michael Howard. I, I, I thought in your general direction. My brain went nine different directions. Uh, and I now I almost, the first thing that came to my head was, I'm going to jump in your face and fart. <laughs> but I can't yeah. because you're 2,000 miles away from me. So Give or take, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not your buddy, guy. It's just... Uh, not your guy, pal. It's your pal, friend. Anyway, Michael, how are you doing? Because you are my I'm, pal, my buddy, and my I'm guy. I'm doing well. This is the first week that I am in my home during the week in like a month. So this is exciting for me. It's nice. It's I nice to, to hear you and see you. I get to come home from work and like get in my own bed and then go back to like normal work. It's great. It sounds cool. You're not in the the gosh darn blasted state of utah the horrible Got all this burby yeah well congrats buddy it's nice mm-hmm. to have you back thank you how are you doing i'm doing doing good i uh a little sleepy had a, a nice long road trip down to florida this weekend but i'm back exciting yeah Got anything ha- cool happen no all right <laughs> yeah just no i mean i wish there was i wish something cool would happen but drop i just dropped my uh puppy off with my parents for a little bit so I can come up and see you next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the things are celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Um, I am worried that we will die. It's a distinct possibility. Um, the very first time I celebrated St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, I went out at like ten o'clock to go and um, get some breakfast. You know, mm-hmm. maybe see the river get died or something. And I literally saw somebody fall out of a bar drunk at out, ten a.m. Out of a bar. Out of a bar. Like, like they at, were like standing in the doorway, like leaning on it for for comfort, and um, it just gave away. It just, just broke. gave away. It's gone. All right. Well, I assume is that's what happened. Because why else would you fall out of a doorway? I mean, I, I can think of all manner of reason, Michael, <laughs> but don't need to go into that now. Um. Well, Michael, you got any fun stories? I, I mean, well, I think I think there's something very important that we need to talk about. Yeah. So I have actually avoided talking about this just because i wasn't sure what to say about it and it's a weird story it's not particularly funny but oh cool it's kind of bordering on absurd at this point so apparently the 13th 13th foot has washed up on shore in british columbia in the last 10 years like so more more than one per year like human foot human foot okay and I, I'm not sure what to say about this, but there has to be, like, an explanation, but no one has one. And it's like, is there a conspiracy behind this? Is there I some mean, foul play? It's You think, you tend to think about who's cutting feet off of people right. and throwing people in the water. And that's more of a New York, Boston mafia kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you think West Coast, you think, you know, Portland, Oregon, you know, Seattle, you, you think... It's just hippies and hipsters. They don't got beef because they're vegan. People like dipping their toes in the water and they're getting like bit off by a a whale. That I I don't think that's how whales generally work, but (laughs) I don't know. But then how would it get out of the whale? I guess is the important question. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Jonah did it. Michael, read a book. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. It's weird that it's only, and maybe it's just like human feet get remarked upon. I wonder how many just like, limbs are washing up on these beaches of Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. Just being like, yeah, I don't know. I found a fucking moose leg. Taking that home. Bye. Yeah, I tried to look up more stuff and and like, okay, if the feet are washing up, like, shouldn't hands or heads or other bones, like, why feet? What This one had a, a white sock and a running shoe attached to it still. It's weird that it's that intact. I mean, I, it, it, maybe they're just leaving trophies of the, the legs and feet. But here's what I think, Michael. Um, I assume you've heard of the Great Pacific Trash Gyre or Gyre. I don't know how you say that word. Say what? Uh, the massive floating island of trash in the middle of the Pacific. Oh, Because no. the, the confluence of ocean currents brings all sorts, all manner of filthy things into a giant floating trash pile in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Um, so what I'm assuming is like, yeah, sure. Maybe some feet got bit off, not off, and they just float back to whence they came. 
But the rest of the human body is just hanging out in this big old trash pile, just waiting for fishies to snack on it. <laughs> but why are only feet washing up? Like, what is special about a human foot? And the and because the, this one actually is from the it looks like it's from the knee down. So you see the what is that? The femur, the, the tibula, sure. fibula, whichever fit, fibula, fit, tibula. tibia and fib, fibula. Fib, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's the bones. <laughs> that go from the knee to the foot with the sock and the shoe still attached. Like, that's... It's not like a little piece. It's not just like a toe. Oh, it, it floated with the jetsam and the flotsam. <laughs> <laughs> that is odd. And this is also an odd way to start our, sh- our comedy show. <laughs> Some might say. I'm just um, saying, I'm, dis- I'm disturbed by this trend, and I've been seeing it because I I read the darkest parts of the internet. I'm going to say it's probably be because the leg bones are large connected enough to, to the kind shin of, bones. And yes, the shin bones exactly. I'm going to say they're large enough and wearing shoes, so they're kind of like held together. Where uh, like hands, uh-huh. you know, all you got all those little metatarsals and whatnot, and they'll just kind of once they get picked clean by those gosh darn fishes, they'll just float apart. But I think the leg bones are so big, and they can just kind mm. of stay together. And they're, they're connected like by the shoe. Hollow. And they're connected by the shoesy. They're kept together. Like, what's more disturbing? An entire body washing up on shore or, like, you're walking along and just seeing a foot? A single with a foot. Leg. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, John Mulaney's got a good joke where, like, you know, you're walking down the street and you just, like, see a, a collapsed over wheelchair. You're just like, I wonder what <laughs> happened here. Nothing good. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And that's that's how I would feel about this. Like, I would rather find a, a whole human body. Just like I would feel very uncomfortable about it. But at least that mystery is solved. Like they can do the forensic work to see like what happened. But once again, once again, I I, I get your thing about it being held together by the shoe and the sock and whatnot. But like, I don't like it that bones, it's like clockwork clockwork once a year. That's the bones the, are attached to the leg still. I don't get it. The bones are attached to the leg. The bones are attached to the ankle, which is attached to the foot. Like if the tendons were getting eaten away and the and the but they're the stuck muscles. in the Jordans, Michael. The Jordans are <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> I also love this picture from BuzzFeed Canada, uh, where you haven't they, shared these images. Of yeah, me, no, I, I sent it to you. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't look at so it. So they they've blurred out the bones, but you can very clearly see the what are those shoes on there? Yeah. Kind of look like weird Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Michael. Let's uh, let's so, move on so from that. So what you're saying is it's it's a Croc in its natural environment along God. the shores of British Columbia. God. Yeah. I guess that's what I am saying. Michael, mm-hmm. were you ever bullied as a child? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I try to block it out, but you've brought it up now, and now I'm sad. Oh, okay. Well, this might actually. I actually had a kid at lunch one day. Uh, he just came up behind me and just rubbed a shit ton of gel into my hair. So he just... He gelled did, my hair. Was he not aware that your mom was a hairdresser? I Maybe he was, and maybe this, that was why. I Like, oh. I'm not really sure, because I looked good afterwards, because I had, like, that very tussled, messy look, and okay. I didn't even have to try, you know? Hold on, so... You just gotta, you just gotta make over without like, <laughs> without the need for like the mean high school movie like, oh, I'm gonna date this boy, just like see if I can win a prom bet. You didn't, you didn't need that sort of meanness. You just gotta, you got the makeover without all the work. Are we? Well, I'm gonna rewind. Are we sure that it was like product they put in your hair? Because I've seen something about Mary. <laughs> I mean, that would be a lot. It would have to be no. It definitely was. It was medium hold. It was either that or they had been drinking a lot of gel because it definitely smelled like gel. Fair enough. Um, well, Michael, one, sorry that you were um, bullied. Um, did it have any lasting effects on you? By uh, the way, Michael, by, before we get into this, <laughs> this next two segments I think are going to get playfully kink shamey. So mm. just take that mm. for what it's worth. Do you get so, turned on by gelled hair? Yeah, I mean, I'm Michael, you know me. Whenever I see your sweet face on mm-hmm. the Google Hangouts, just rock hard. <laughs> just like my hair. <laughs> <laughs> we are already off the rails. It's been six minutes. <laughs> All right. So what so what so what story do you have for me about bullying? Well, 
I'm assuming it was more extreme than somebody having rubbing gel in somebody's hair. Right. So, so Michael, I, I will say I wasn't bullied. Um, well, it's because be- you were like a hot shot baseball player. No, you know? that's not true. Just cool as hell. No. So I, that's absolutely not true. <laughs> I was just big enough that people wouldn't fuck with me. Nice mm. enough that people didn't want to fuck with me. Uh, and also just like pretty inoffensive in general. So like kind of just like a brontosaurus moving through, just kind of like, yeah, he's not going to cause any trouble and he's too big for me to start shit with. So he's fine. I'll just let him go. The Cushosaurus. Cushosaurus. Um, yeah, big, big proud neck. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't, I was aware of bullying. Like I, what, what were the things that were most like synonymous with bullying with you? Like what activities would be like, oh, bullies are going to do that. Uh, like, knocking your shit out of your hands in your lunchroom or like pushing you or just like being like hey dork okay probably way worse than that yeah okay so for me just like and i went to a small school and like so there wasn't a whole lot of like cutting out but like they're always like the and the ones i got from i'll say i got it from my brother who was bigger than me and older than me (laughs) um wedgies were big Mm -hmm. and the threat like I always lived under this like existential threat of the swirly. Right. Yes, and I, I do remember that, but I've never actually seen anyone yeah, get one. I never like that just seemed like a movie thing, but it was like someone's gonna get a swirly. And uh-huh, like uh-huh, I never had to worry uh-huh. about it because again, I was way too big to pick up. But I was always terrified of it. But uh-huh. that and wedgies seemed like now it's on. Yeah. Um well so I was browsing Twitter, as I do, and I stumbled across a tweet from a uh, a journalist, uh, a woman, I forget her publication, but she just said, well, this is a new one. And uh, it included a, the tweet to her included a picture, uh, just some text messages. I, I think it might have been a Tinder date. She's just like, <laughs> do you give good wedgies? You can practice on me. And then it included picture of a man outdoors. I assume this is a man. It's hard to tell. Outdoors, hanging by his underwear from a bungee cord. Huh. Okay, and that's either... That's a very strong pair of underwear. That has to be, like, reinforced specifically yeah. for this purpose. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share an image with you. Um, so just that. And then... Uh, oh, Lord. Wow. And then oh. a OMG, what a wedgie, help me down, please, prayer emoji. <laughs> that actually looks like a jock strap, kind of. Right. So just like tidy whitey's pulled way up in this crack. And then one of the responses to this this original tweet was holy shit, that's the same guy who asked me to interview him in a hanging wedgie. Like, interview him while he was just hanging there? Yes. So, I did some digging. Apparently, there's... Again, this is going to get playfully king-shaming. I, I, I don't mean to, like, yuck any yums here, but it's it's just too funny to not talk about. <laughs> um, apparently, there's a subculture, and it doesn't always grow out of being bullied, but typically of men who can't get off unless their underwear is pulled either up their crack or up their dick. Wait. It's called a Melvin, Michael. You, know. you said up their dick? Not up their dick, but up their front. You know, a Melvin. You've had a Melvin. So, like, does, like, one ball go to each side, and then where does the dick go? Exactly. I mean, it's... It's, like, goes, in the middle still? Gets They're, all, like, crushing it? It just gets all crushed up. Oof. Yeah. So See, that's why time. you need to have double penises. Oh, God. We'll get into that later. <laughs> you, yeah, you did tell me about that. But apparently... Okay. So, how big is this subsection of people? Um, so there is a quote robust online forum called Wedgie Haven, which lists this is the most buckwild thing I've ever read. More than sixty different wedgie techniques. Wow. And it plays like host the Kama to more Sutra than, of wedgies. Exactly. And it plays plays host to more than sixty four hundred wedgie fetishists, most of them presumably men. <laughs> okay. Have you ever had a wedgie? Again, your yes, brother, I, right? I, I did have an older brother, yeah. Have you ever had an, a wedgie in your adult life? Absolutely not, because I would have. I would fight literally anyone who touched my right. underwear. So this is what this is. This is what I always worry about when I hear about these fetishes: is that 
I've never had a wedgie in my adult life. And so, like, I can laugh at it and say, like, oh, that's weird. Like, who would get off from a wedgie? But I've never had a wedgie in my adult life. So, like, what if the sex I've been having is just inferior? Right. You just don't know. And so here's the thing, too. So there's this article I'm reading from Mel Magazine. Um they, they talk about someone named Alex who discovered his wedgie fetish at the age of 11 or 12 when his cousins and close friends would administer wedgies while roughhousing, and he started to enjoy them without quite knowing why. Mm-hmm. And then one day online, online, he found a video of a girl being given a wedgie and realized that he was turned on by it. And then he'd lay in bed, think about being given wedgies by girls in cartoons. And, <laughs> and then he found different wedgie techniques that he could do to himself. And then he started enjoying hanging himself by bungee cords. So I'm just thinking about like, so that shit started at 11 or 12. That's got to be fucking confusing. It's got to be confusing as fuck, but also like it makes me literally terrified to like possibly have a kid one day. It's like, (laughs) what could, what fucking thing could I possibly do that like this kid's just going to be like, well, that's my thing now. Like, I, I don't want to be anywhere near any developing person ever. Because, like, I don't want to. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, because it's not even like, oh, I mean, wedgies, whatever. It doesn't hurt anyone except for maybe themselves, but they're totally into it. So, But, like, if if you found out that you were the reason right, that this person had this fetish, that would be kind of weird. It would almost be like finding out that somebody, like, like masturbates to you right like a picture of you yeah but like in a like a weird like they have to be hanging from their closet like by a (laughs) bungee cord and masturbate to you (laughs) i mean i guess it's better than hanging the other way in your closet like what if the guy who like put gel in your hair just discovered that like you can't get off unless you're putting applying product to your like to your pubes (laughs) and he did that to you also in this in this article there's something called jock locks which is when a person lays flat on their stomach is given a wedgie and then their legs are tucked back and their feet are put through the leg hole so they're stuck in their own underwear (laughs) can you can you please read me some more of these 60 different wedgies Uh, there there are melvins underwear is pulled up from the front spinning wedgies where the victim is spun around while hanging in the air Banana wedgies. A banana is inserted into the back of the underwear. While I don't know why. Th- while it's being pulled up, I assume, because otherwise that's just bananaing. These people at least have figured out like what their deal is, right? Yeah, and so there's also so I don't want to. Asexuality is not something I like super understand or get because it's not me. But there's a quote in here too that. Someone started giving themselves wedgies, and then at sixteen or seventeen or eighteen, I realized it was something sexual, and then quote. As a, quote, gray sexual, penetrative sex didn't interest him, just wedgies. It's like, he can only get off via wedgies. And like, what if he had never gotten a wedgie before in his life? He just had no idea? Yeah. God, that would suck. So basically what you're saying is we should just go around giving people wedgies. Like one. Just one wedgie. Yeah, one. everyone gets one. (laughs) Like (laughs) Spider-Man. Everyone gets one. Because we don't want you to to miss out on it. If that's your thing, we don't want you to miss out on it. There's nothing wrong with it being your thing. We just, we we want you to know. And that opens up so many weird doors, though. It's like, (laughs) all right. Like, first of all, who's in charge of that wedgie? (laughs) Also, like, who's in charge of, like, throwing pudding in your face or some weird shit? It's like a pay it forward kind of thing. Like, if you are given the wedgie and that's your thing then you have to find something that might be somebody else's thing and then you need to do that to somebody else right and i mean presumably another side of this coin that we have not talked about probably the bullies who give out wedgies possibly find some sort of sexual gratification in that eventually some of them like statistically speaking need to give wedgies to get off at this point and only wedgies and that's got to be weird well i mean not to get too much into it but there is some there is some things about that where like they say that like bullies bully specific types of people for reasons right right um so maybe people who give swirlies or wedgies or whatever maybe that's like 
They don't even realize it, but that's like, that's like their thing. Can we get back? Like, do people actually give swirlies and is, do you have to burn your hair off if that happens? So I can't think of anything grosser than being swirlied in a high school toilet. So that's actually, so in this article I found, uh, there's a man named Martin who's 29 years old. His Twitter handle is wedgie, at wedgie victim, uh, who has around 1400 followers and he retweets all sorts of wedgie content. Um, and it says Martin's kinks fall under the broader, broader category of schoolyard bullying, which also includes sorlies and wet willies. Although it's harder for him to find romantic partners with a mutual interest in those techniques. Uh, quote, when I post something about sorlies, it doesn't get as much traction. And I, I think the fact that I, I, I don't, I can't believe that swirlies actually exist in this planet because it requires such a group effort. Like, I think bullying, I mean, like, obviously bullying happens in groups for sure, like vocally, mm-hmm. but I think the manpower involved in picking up and dunking someone's head into a high school toilet and then also flushing it seems to be like just beyond the like project management skills of the average group <laughs> of high school bullies. Oh, man. Did I ever tell you about the kid in my middle school who took a dump in a urinal? Yeah, I think I think you talked about it on this show. I mean, I had kids in my college freshman dorm who took a dump in the shower and maybe right. like clean it up, which is these are the people we're we're dealing with here. I feel like high schoolers especially are very resourceful. And I feel yeah. like if they wanted to give somebody a swirly, they'd they would figure it out. Yeah, I mean I think the act of like picking up basically doing a keg stand into a toilet, like <laughs> I think that's like another level of like <laughs> combativeness that i can't actually see happening have but you obviously seen, it, it must exist have you seen the video of the kids fighting in the bathroom and they end up busting down the stall walls and door and there is just another kid just sitting on the toilet as these kids are just wailing on each other and everyone's watching and he is just this poor kid is just pants around his ankles sitting on the toilet so he's basically the lawyer in Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. Just, except he's not going to get eaten. He's going to have to like live with that. And he's he's basically he's basically going to be you. He's not going to be able to poop in a public toilet for the rest of his life. I mean, because yeah. some some idiots might bust in and knock down the door and just fight in front of him. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even receive that level of trauma and I'm still at that that world. So, yeah. Yeah, God bless that poor guy. All right. Well, Michael, I think we've talked about um weird bully sex for way 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 too long. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so now I want to get into weird nerd sex. Ooh. Yeah. That's even better. So, this comes from a post and uh Weirdly enough, this was sent in by my sister. Um, thank you, Amanda. Um, so this comes from uh, Reddit, the, the sex subreddit on Reddit. And uh, here's the title of the uh, post. Wait, is it just all of Reddit, the sex subreddit on Reddit? Essentially, but this okay. is one specifically targeting uh, okay, just okay. sex yeah. stuff. Title of the post. My boyfriend takes role play way too seriously. Mm. Okay. Michael, have you ever role played? Sorry to to pry into your marital affairs, but I haven't really. Guys, do you? I can't. Like, it seems I'll, like too much work. It seems like work, and also like sex is awkward enough for me already. <laughs> like, I don't need to introduce like. Now I'm a boat captain, and <laughs> like I barely even need know what to do as Michael Howard. Right. Like now I need to know what to do as fucking John Wick. Well, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to go kill everybody. Oh, I forgot to have sex. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, honestly, like I can barely do like dirty talk. It's like, <laughs> oh, dirty yeah. talk is the most awkward. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah. That, and then you that. got a dirty talk as as like, oh, I'm, I work for the CDC and you're a, a infected patient. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rub some balm on that. Why would you go for infectious diseases? I need to quarantine you and put this plastic around you. Mm. I'll I'll be back in eight hours. (laughs) Well, I think actually speaking of that, this actually. And so uh, before we get into this, there's a comedian, Gary Goldman, who has a pretty good bit about this. So uh, 
it's worth listening to. But before I get in here, let's read the quote. So my boyfriend takes roleplay way too seriously. And this is a bit of a post, so let me get through it. I love him more than anything, and we have been together for four years. We work a busy schedule, so we probably have sex once a week. He has never said no to any of my fetish requests, and it's great. He has one request for me, though, and that is role-playing. He loves it, and after all he's done for me, it seems like an easy thing to do considering he's never asked me for anything else. He just takes it so seriously that it makes me confused. It's not the typical naughty schoolgirl thing. He buys me outfits, and they've always been from his favorite shows, games, or films. We have so many costumes that I'll never have to buy another costume for Halloween again. <laughs> Which honestly seems kind of nice. This seems yeah, like I a mean, jo- uh, so far so good. Okay. This seems like a pretty good perk. Yeah. For example, he got me a full Hogwarts outfit to wear, and he had one too. I thought he would make it a bit slutty, so I didn't wear anything except stockings under the robe. <laughs> Which, you know, seems like a nice, sexy sure. time encounter. Yeah. He told me to get the shirt on and take the stockings off because, quote, what student at such a prestigious school of wizardry dresses like that? Okay. <laughs> so he doesn't want to role play. He just wants to literally be in Hogwarts. He wants to literally live action role play Hogwarts. Like Which- he just needs to go to Diagon Alley at Universal. This is not sexual at all. Michael, this is sexual because we'll get there. The next thing is how long and realistic it gets. Using the Harry Potter example, he was a student and he literally spent half an hour talking about, quote, the owl exams and how he was striving for outstanding. It had no relevance to the sex whatsoever. I tried to speed it along, but he told me that a witch wouldn't act like this during her owls. It took around an hour of role playing until he got to anything sexual. He even does voices. I One time I came home to find a Bo Peep outfit and I had to endure sex with him while hearing catchphrases from Woody. I never thought I would be getting fucked by Woody shouting, Yeehaw! Get up, partner! <laughs> <laughs> One more paragraph and then we'll oh, get into it. Oh, shit. I, like, an hour? Like, I don't have time for that. I just... Yeah. I literally Especially, do not have time They say they have, have sex one time a week, and he spends it like this. <laughs> oh, man. They might have sex more often if it didn't take an hour plus every time they wanted to do anything. This this next one is probably the... Like, I don't even know. He wanted to do Spider-Man once, so I was meant to be some girl, and he wanted to climb through the bedroom window in the middle of the night at a random time. I really don't want to wait all night for some masked man to climb through my window. He said he wasn't going to do Spider-Man if he can't climb through the window, so he settled on just vanilla sex. It wasn't the same at all, though, and it feels like he needs the role-playing. I told him that I can't be bothered doing it to this extent every time, but after 20 minutes of role-play, it wasn't enough for him, and we had below-average sex. We've tried without costumes, and it's still not the same. He just watches ordinary porn, too. No costumes. I'm just so puzzled by it all. I had a previous partner who liked role-play, but it was your typical sexy teacher type stuff, not me getting fucked by Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> um okay but why does it have to be a random time like spider-man doesn't show up in people's houses at random times he shows up when there's crime well i mean michael he's busy he's off doing things but hey maybe there's a lull in crime and you gotta you you sweep into mary jane's house and get a quickie (laughs) or not a quickie as as very very longy like the longest elongi. I I hope that kind of like yeah I'm gonna come in through the window and then explain to you for 45 minutes what it's like being Spider Man <laughs> and and then do like a speech from Spider Man. Um yeah I don't got time for that though. Yeah well I mean it's not for you Michael. Well yeah but still <laughs> I especially if you're only having sex once a week I don't know I mean like and she says that. He never says no to any of her fetish requests, but like, how do they find the time to do any of her shit if he's doing, if he has to be like a World War One colonel, like meeting a nurse in a, in a hospital? Well, it sounds like this is like a fairly recent thing that, you know, because she's like, oh, you know, he, he does all of my fetish requests and he clearly can't do her fetish. Well, I don't know what her fetish is, but you can't do her fetish and his fetish at the same time because he takes the other one so seriously. I can't imagine mixing in like... I don't know, wedgie into a Hogwarts thing. And this is the thing, like, again, you have to build up to it. Like, and like, he probably had to like float the role play balloon and be very unsatisfied by that sex before he got to the point of being comfortable with like, 
I'm Dumbledore and you're... <laughs> that was the worst Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't care. At this point, I wanted to take it another step further and just like actually bring like Dungeons and Dragons like D20s into this. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, roll the 20. You get off now. Like, I feel like he just wants to be in like a theater troupe or a movie. He doesn't actually like- want to have sex. All, I mean, most of the comments are like, hey, by the way, this is hilarious and awesome. Also, he needs some sort of creative outlet. This is not about sex whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he needs to write like fanfic or something. But like, it sounds like he can't have sex without this, though. Like, this is integral to his sexual experience. And like, if he's just off doing his like live action, you know, if he's shooting lightning bolts at people in the forest, he's he's going to just his pants there and not have good sex when he comes <laughs> home. And that's fine. But she said he watches normal porn. Mm-hmm. That's Man, fine. I guess. And this is weird for me because, like, I don't think I have any fetishes. <laughs> like, I think I just... You don't think? But what have you tried to know? I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, again, I was never really wedged as a child. I haven't tried being... <laughs> I haven't tried studying for my owl exams or my newts for that matter. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, but like, and again, I don't want to yuck any yums here, but like, holy shit, I just don't get this shit at all. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because uh, I follow someone on Twitter who retweeted someone today that they said, RT this with a time someone went past your freak limits. What did they say or do? <laughs> and so he was just retweeting all of these things and one of them was they asked to tie me to the bed drip wax on me and stick a dildo in my butt okay all fairly normal for now all while hanging 20 pounds of weights from my balls <laughs> like yeah. 20 pounds that's a very specific amount of weight like not yeah. let's see how many your balls could handle like I need exactly 20 pounds exactly of this 20 pounds boy. or I can't get off um so I just found another comment from her that is amazing. <laughs> so about the Harry Potter role playing for the owl exams. <laughs> this is from La 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 one twenty nine. By the way, um, the acting was fucking terrifying too. That was by far the most insane one. He read through every book again before watching all of the movies. And again, he's doing this when they can't find time to have sex. Um, well, fucking it, clearly. He was stressing out that he needs the best grades so that he could have a good job at the ministry. After we fucked, he acted all angry and insane, saying that he'd lost time and was lost time from studying and is going to fail. I was tro- trying to hold in my laughter during his freakout, so I can definitely see why it is funny. What? <laughs> but I've, it's like, I, it could be worse, but I don't think I've ever seen such dedication. Right? Like, after the act is done, he's still dedicated to it. So the thing is, though, I want her to turn this around. And, like, I feel like at a certain point, because apparently he dressed up as Chewbacca one time. <laughs> so, like... Do you think he wore the full Wookiee costume, or was he just wearing, like, the head, or... I mean, he would have had to wear the full costume. I think the full costume. Wait, well, who was she? Was she Han? <laughs> she does not explain that one. Was but, she like, a Porg? But I think at a certain point, you have to escalate to see, like, to make it bad. Like, I think she has to show up as, like, a full Dungeons & Dragons dragon, like, in, like, a 12-foot costume. And she's like, all right, bitch, it's time. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that just turns into, like, uh, mutual assured destruction at that point. You just escalate oh, until man. both of you are just like, I never want to see you again. I hope, like, honestly, at this point, she needs to, like, fully pull, like, read into, like, every Dungeons & Dragons lore and be like, I pull out the the orb of dragon kind to dominate person. (laughs) (laughs) Roll roll a will save. Oh. And then just fucking go to town on this butt. (laughs) And that's it. Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> God, this. Oh, I keep reading this thing and it's so good. D- Dongy Leviosa. <laughs> All right, Michael, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, do you mind if I take it back? I don't mind at all. I'm going to take it back to uh, 
something related to the story we were talking about before about poos. Yeah, okay. Um, so we've talked several times about your disability to to go poo in a in a, in non your home not your home court. Right. I'll say I've gotten better recently. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've through I've really really focused my energy and my chi and worked on myself and I I can go at work now. Oh, and that's about it. If you were in actually, I went in a quick time bathroom. A gas station bathroom. <laughs> a very clean one. Did you have a quick time? I did. It was it was a, a do or die sort of situation. So, yeah, yeah. If you what about if you were in prison, maybe like in a holding cell, you know, where you have to like poo basically in front of everybody. Okay, no joke. If I went to prison, I would never poop again. Like 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 straight up. I could have a life sentence. I would eat a saltine a day to like minimize like I, I would calculate to like the like calorie how much I could eat like to the crumb to never poop again just to be like perfectly efficient and like no waste no must no fuss <laughs> I would never poop again well then you have something in common with uh, Mr. Lamar Chambers oh who, good he's uh he was arrested he's a s- suspected drug dealer in Essex in the UK in the UK yeah um the Essex police arrested him on January 17th. At the time of this story, which was February 24th, it had been 38 days that he'd been in police custody and had not pooped. Whoa! And Good for him. I looked up some information uh, to try and find out if he had pooped now, because it is now March 5th when we're recording this, and there are no updates, so he's either dead? Yeah, he must have died of poop. Or it's been approximately uh what 50 days since he's pooped at this point wow i mean if you made it 35 why not 50 yeah also can you can you get a guinness book world records world record in prison is that allowed that's a good question i feel like it has to like extenuating circumstances yeah so what if he did poop and was just like andy dufresne it out into like the (laughs) prison yard through his life (laughs) well that would make sense because the reason that he hasn't pooped um according to the police, is that he apparently swallowed a ton of drugs while during the police chase to arrest him. And they claim that he swallowed all these drugs and the evidence is in there and he refuses to poop it out. And they can't force him to. They can't make him take a laxative. They can't x-ray right. him or do anything like that because he's not technically like he's he's under arrest, but he's being detained. He's not he hasn't he hasn't been convicted of a crime. Right. Well, so how, we're just trying okay. to wait him out at this point. Well, then how the fuck are they? Because I know in the U.S. you can only be held for 48 hours without being charged with a crime. So how are they holding this bad boy? Well, he's been charged, but technically they don't have any evidence. Yeah. <laughs> are there no lawyers in the U.K.? Is there that- are, and, and they keep going be- before the judges, and they basically keep... Uh, they keep adding to his basically saying they can keep holding him because he hasn't pooped. And apparently they have some compelling evidence that he might have drugs in his system. And so they're allowed to hold him still. Something. Some, I mean, obviously, America's better than the UK. That's just science. But like, sounds like y'all could use the uh, that, that Bill of Rights real quick because. I plead the fifth via my butthole. Like, I, I will not incriminate myself. Also, this is cr- cr- cruel and unusual punishment. And I think I'm being quartered against my will. Uh, and <laughs> I, I'm being forced to house soldiers in my colon that I don't want to. And the weird thing is, like, he's eating. It's not that he's not eating. Apparently, he's been eating up to eight frosty cereal bars a day and then is now eating fruits and vegetables. So, like, he's eating, like, He's not eating, like, cardboard and paste. Okay, then he's 100% Andy dufresne out in the yard. He's pooping down his leg, and the drugs are on the baseball field, for mm. sure. They're there. Or or he pooped them out, and then somebody else found them, and now they're all gone because somebody else took all the Be- drugs. Because drugs in prison. Yes. Um. Or is, hey, hold on, is there a poster of Rita Hayworth in his, mm, in his He's cell? hiding all the poo in the hole in, mm-hmm. behind the thing, yeah. The Essex Police actually started on their Twitter account, Essex Police UK. They started uh-huh. a hashtag poo watch. 
<laughs> Day one, London gang nominal arrested for failing to stop for police and possession with intent to supply class A drugs. Male doesn't think we have the power to keep him until he removes said items from his bottom. Hashtag think again. Hashtag OP Raptor. I don't know what that means. And basically they go through this for 24 days because okay. they clearly thought that they could outlast this man. After day 24, they said, nothing further to report. As soon as this has resulted, a statement will be released. And that's the last we heard of it. And they've now erased all of these tweets from their Twitter account. Okay, so I read that as in uh, they waited too long. The balloons in that man's tummy <laughs> exploded and the crack cocaine. So, by the way, uh, Class A drugs in uh, the UK, crack, cocaine, ecstasy, heroin, LSD, magic mushrooms. That's on an official government site, magic <laughs> mushrooms. Uh, methadone and methamphetamine. Hmm. Uh, possession is up to seven years in prison, which, uh, yeah, I also wouldn't poop. We'll see. I mean, you know, makes sense. And <laughs> today is day 19 and we still have no movement. It's pretty good. It's pretty so good. can we talk about police Twitter? <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. I feel like every once in a while they do pretty good stuff. Like mostly like trying to lure criminals in and mm-hmm. occasionally mm-hmm. succeeding. And I think it's only funny because sometimes particularly like the drug crimes it works on them, and it's funny to me. But, like, come on, cops. Don't try to be funny on Twitter. Yeah. And I feel like the, the Gainesville hot cops really gave cops a real boost in the arm. Just be like, ah, we're doing great. They did, but then, like, didn't three of them turn out to be racist? At least one of them was a massive racist, yeah, for they're sure. Like the, the milkshake cops. Yeah. So, like, it became a pretty big thing on Twitter, and... People have been tweeting at them since they they went dark. They went radio silence after day 24 trying to figure out what has happened. I need a butt update. Exactly. What's up in that colon? Yeah. What's the deal with Poo Watch? We haven't had an update in ages. Crazy how higher powers have staged a Russian assassination attempt on British soil to divert our attention from the fact that Lamar Chambers hasn't had a poo for over 40 days. Hashtag Poo Watch. (laughs) I mean, that is some pretty impressive colon technology that I do want to know about. Because if I could go... If I could go that long without pooping, Michael, you best believe I would. Because mm-hmm. I hate it. It's my least favorite activity. I like the reading I get done, but that's about it. Nothing that's else is true. This guy it. hasn't. This guy hasn't read Twitter in 45 days. <laughs> 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 He's completely unaware of his hashtag. <laughs> I mean, I don't have time to watch. I don't have time to check Twitter during the day when I'm not pooping. Come on. I don't understand how he's eating. And like, yeah. I mean, like, again, if if I was in this situation, I would be very diligent about never pooping again. But I would take math and also some pretty next level me being very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, I wonder how the U.S. would handle this. They would punch him in the stomach as hard as they could right. many, many, many times until the drugs fell out of his butthole. Because somehow they're just allowed to allowed to hold him indefinitely. But like in the U.S., they wouldn't necessarily be able to. And I would assume that the U.S. would be able to force a some sort like very much a legal search of his tum tum via like an ultrasound or like an X-ray or something. I guess um, that's true. They like make you like bend over and cough and shit before you go in. Right. I would assume that they're just be like, hey, we're going to handcuff you onto this wall and you can't move from it. Also, this wall is an x-ray machine and you can't go anywhere. <laughs> oops, we like, accidentally x-rayed you. Yeah, oops, we left you in front of that. That's actually your bad. So there's all sorry. the drugs. Yeah. Now oh, we're going to go in and get them. Yeah, <laughs> I will reach up and get them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, honest, I, I mean, I don't understand how, one, they're not searching this guy <laughs> By non-invasive means, but too, like, if they're not how he was able to stay in jail for 40 days, like, he seems like he should have been able to get out after that. Well, maybe he's re- maybe he's related to this guy. Oh, God. He's a guy in Milwaukee that is apparently on pace to eat his 30,000th Big Mac by May of this year. So maybe. Uh, I can't see how he would be related to that man who must never stop pooping. Well, no, it's just he's... He's imbibed so many preservatives that, like, he the stuff in his stomach and and colon have just been basically preserved like a like a. Actually, that's a. When was the last time he did poop? 
That's a is good just, question. Is he just full of red-ish meat? <laughs> 30,000... How old is this man? Uh, Well, it doesn't say how old he is, but he's been eating Big Macs an average of two a day for 44 years. What the fuck? He's only gone a day without eating a Big Mac eight times in 44 years. Did he set out to like... Did he do this with like a goal in mind or did he just fucking love the Big Mac? He just loves Big Macs. He says, the record would have happened whether or not Guinness World Records was there. The Big Macs are my favorite food, so I'm just going to keep eating them every day. Uh, Gorski told Fox Business on Thursday. What the the fuck, man? Okay. And he he doesn't get any special incentives from McDonald's. He pays the same price for his burgers. Like... It's kind of a dick move on McDonald's part. If somebody's eating 30,000 of your fucking shit. Yeah, it's it's time. You got to at least give them a free one every like 15 or something. Even Subway okay. has a club card. <laughs> I, I can't fathom eating the same thing twice a day, period. Mm-mm. Like for one day. There's no food that I like that much. Also, can, can we say this? Except Michael, for cookies. I would eat Michael, cookies. Michael. Leaning leaning real close. Can you listen? The Big Mac sucks, asshole. It's the worst. It fucking blows donkey butt. It's the worst. It's just Thousand Island dressing. Wrapped around a shit burger with more bread in the middle. Yeah, it's terrible. What the fuck? I can't fucking deal with this, Michael. (laughs) What? He eats 14 Big Macs a week. the The worst part is, this is, I know this, I know you can't believe this, but this story gets worse. Fuck me running. Okay. So he eats something he's clearly never done. He eats 14 a week. So two a day. Yeah. He doesn't go to McDonald's to get them twice a day. So he fucking Uber eats them? No, he purchases he purchases them in bulk and then microwaves them at home. No! What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? He has a freezer. Full of fucking Big Macs that he microwaves. So not only does he love Big Macs, he loves reheated microwaved Big Macs. What the fuck? And he buys buys them a week at a time, 14 at a time, just shoving them in his... It doesn't say how many he purchases at a time. He just says that he purchases purchases them in bulk. Can I say this? Like a Costco-sized bag of Big Macs. Because if there's anything better than Thousand Island dressing on a burger, it's frozen and then microwaves mm. Thousand Island dressing on a yeah. shitty burger. Oh, my God. Can I say this, though? He's not as big as I would have thought. No, he, sa- he says that he uh, he doesn't work out, but he stays busy all day due to his hyperactive personality. Yeah, I mean, I guess he would have to have one of those. Um, he does have some pretty outsized uh, mutton chops, though. If I can say that. And uh hey, can I say this? A gentleman's bowl cut. Uh he looks I mean, like he, the he looks he looks kind of like someone who who would have who would eat Big Macs aside from his size. He looks in especially in an older picture, he looked like an alternate beetle who just got left behind in Liverpool. <laughs> I was about to say just he looks like John Lennon's like understudy. dumb cousin. Oh, this is, I keep finding more pictures of this dingleberry. He wears the same shirt and tie, which is the most offensive part of this. His tie appears to be custom made and just says beef on it. Wait, he, <laughs> I've not seen this picture. He wears a tie? Uh, he wears a blue shirt oh, with a tie. that yeah. um, says it, it's a Big Mac tie. It's a, it has two all beef patties, special sauce. It's the most upsetting fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. What's this guy's name? Dan Gorski. He has Don a Don Gorski. Okay. Or Don. Sorry, Don Gorski. He has a uh, he has a Wikipedia page. Sure. Why the fuck not? I can't, Michael. I can't imagine eating anything for more than twenty percent. Like one of the the things I hate most about my diet, the keto diet, is that I tend to get in a rut where I'll just like it's just so easy to get like the set amount of protein that thirty five like, sausages a day. Yeah, just like I'll eat like four sausages or eat like uh you know a bit of pulled pork and some broccoli, and that'll be my dinner for like two nights a week until I get very tired of it and do something else. I can't imagine eating the same fucking thing every day, two meals a day, 
that I froze ahead of time and microwaved. Also, who the fuck is this guy that he can't drive down the goddamn street and pick up a Big Mac? Maybe he doesn't live near one. Everyone lives near 19 McDonald's. <laughs> Fuck you. Holy Actually, Michael, shit. Michael, by the way, Michael, by the way, I checked in the perimeter of Atlanta. This is a callback to a couple episodes ago. There are more mattress firms than there are McDonald's. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Pro- sorry, proceed. He also records when and where he eats each Big Mac. Why? And he has kept every burger receipt in a box. Hey, here, I, I know where he he eats each one. On my counter, alone, (laughs) with my thoughts. (laughs) He has no known health issues, according to him, and has not visited a doctor uh, since 2011. And his doctor visit in 2011 was his first since 1985, and he claims that his cholesterol was only 156, which is actually pretty good. Well, you, you gotta think. I mean, so, again, on this diet, like, I know how my body reacts to, like, my cholesterol is high, but it, like the ratio is very good. I have to assume if you eat exactly the same thing every day, your body adjusts to it. Like, I'm sure he has some, he, he must, if he eats anything but a Big Mac twice a day, I'm sure he has the worst fucking shits ever. Well, it says so. It says he eats two, he eats 14 a week and, God. and he, it, it, it constitutes 90 to 95% of his diet, but one Big Mac only has 563 calories. So if all he eats for the day is two Big Macs, that's only 1,300 calories. Well, if he doesn't I assume, eat the fries, I assume he eats a uh, sausage McMuffin for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Like, does he eat the fries? This is what I want to know. How do you go to McDonald's and not get the fucking fries? And not at least, like, snack on a couple. Right. I'll throw the rest out the window, but... I mean, he's well within his RDA values if he only eats the two Big Macs. And again, like, I think the human body is is such a miraculously adaptable tool. (laughs) He can... I'm sure this works for him. Like, his body knows what it needs from this fucking Big Mac. I mean, I guess that's true. You feed your dog the same food every day. Mm Mm-hmm. Works for them. Does it, though? My (laughs) dog has all kinds of fucking cancer. (laughs) Shit, man. Maybe you should be feeding her two Big Macs a day. <laughs> At this point? <laughs> At this point? Yeah, probably. All right. What else, what else you got for me, Kush? I'm, dude, I can't think of anything but this. Um, hold on. I got a story about Rhode Island, a Rhode Island bill that would charge residents $20 to unlock porn and, quote, offensive content on the internet, which... $20 how often? I guess t- just a one-time just fee. Once? Like, just get me that porn. I was like, that's, sure, a, that's a good deal. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay it gladly. Yeah. Um, I guess, Michael, before we run out of time, I have one quick story from our, apparently our erstwhile leaders. Um, Russia, I don't know, Michael, I don't know if you saw the, this This one hit a little close to home for me. Um, in, a, in a meeting with uh, Russian leaders, uh, Vladimir Putin uh, he had a two-hour two-hour talk, and in it, he unveiled a new nuclear weapons platform mm, that yeah. did not use ballistic trajectories to deliver nuclear payloads, so it could not be tracked by normal missile shields. And he had this whole big video about it, like dodging through like yeah defense shields, and then uh, an ominous field of it, uh, uh, nuclear payload breaking apart and heading towards West Palm Beach, Florida, Ooh. which is. You know where my family lives. I mean, that's my clearly bl- the first, the first target. If you're going to target the United States, you got to well, get rid of West Palm first. In addition to my flesh and blood living there, uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago is there as well. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. So thinly veiled, winky winky, gonna blow up your bad golf course uh, in that video. But in that, uh, very bad. Almost North Korean animation or South Korean an- or sorry no 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 Taiwanese animation mm. studio <laughs> level uh, infographic. Um, Putin announced that he would people in Russia were free to go online and announce and submit new names for the new nuclear weapons platform. Okay, and apparently people in Russia did not Nuki McNukerson. Yeah, apparently people in Russia have not gotten the memo on how online naming polls go because instead of nuki mcnuke face they they submitted things like 
Palmyra, Slavyanka. What? Kremlin's hand. Like names? Like boomerang real and goodbye America. Oh, which that one is that's rough. For, first of all, yeah, step to this, Russia. Fucking fuck you. Also, it should be Nuki McNuke face, you, obviously. And it, I mean, I get it. You live in a totalitarian state with state-run media, but if you haven't learned how to fucking name things on the internet. In year of our Lord 2018 or whatever the fucking Russian Orthodox calendar is, <laughs> fuck you and get the fuck out. You don't get to be part of this conversation. See, what would I name the Russian nuclear missile? Vlad's hammer. And the hammer is my penis. Mm. Uh, That's the whole name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy's name? The Yakov Smirnov? Uh, Nukov? Nukov Smirnov? That's pretty good. I like that. that one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Rushy McRussia face is pretty good. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just, I feel like they went Leon so on Nutsky. the nose with, the thing, the thing about it is like, goodbye America, for instance. It's so on the nose. Yeah, like we all get it. We all know what it's for. It doesn't even rhyme. It's not catchy. But like Fairy McFairy face is like, yeah. We all know it's gonna tow cars around, but like we didn't we didn't do like move cars from point A to point B boat. Yeah, like, we didn't call you. it like hello other shore. Yeah. Welcome to Here's this new car. island. Hey, hey, let's get off this hellscape Australia boat. You know, it, there's no <laughs> nuance to it, which is and I get the the Russians are just I almost said Australians. Um <laughs> also I mean I get way. I get they're a miserable people, but come on. You can do better. Maybe they just maybe they just haven't heard it. I mean, there's a good. I mean, yeah. I, I, I again, I do understand that they are living under state-run media. But do you like, remember that that movie from back in the day? I think it was from the '80s, where they kidnap um, these two guys uh, who run nightclubs, and they make them start a nightclub. They they make them think that it's like the middle of kansas or some shit but it's actually in russia and it's like everything is stuck back in the 60s and they like started a 60s nightclub (laughs) so it's basically what would happen if kim jong-un kidnapped some people to like hey make me a fun club that i can go to every night exactly okay uh i need to look up this movie now the experts with john travolta and kelly preston married now power couple how about that uh, two hip nightclub owners from New York City, John Travolta and uh, Travis, John Travolta and Wendell R. Gross, are drugged and kidnapped while on their way to opening a nightclub in rural Nebraska. And then <laughs> apparently they're experts on the American lifestyle and they need to teach KGB agents to be hip like Americans um, by making them think they're still in Nebraska to open this nightclub. That's fun. Now they just open a giant uh, office building in Siberia and post things on Facebook until we all fight each other. Uh, It's a good movie. Everyone should watch The Experts with John Travolta. The 80s were a quaint time. Yeah. Oh, actually, Michael, so real quick, this all reminds me of, uh, I think this was from one of our uh, Eaton episodes in Chicago that uh, my computer just destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Bodie McBoatface and Fairy McFairyface, um, do you remember? I think we talked about this. That uh, the the crew of Ferry McFerry Face in Australia refused to to man the ship because they they found the name so so insulting to their work. So this fourteen million dollar ferry was just moored on the dock because its crew refused to step foot on it until they changed the name. Oh, oh! I heard you got a new job. Where where is it at? It's on Ferry McFerry Face. So what now? Fair, 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 fair. What do you do on that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a new ferry? No, it's a fucking office building, you dick. Dick. All right, Michael, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with me? I have a shower thought. Oh, lay it on me. Well, actually, it's it's a shower thought that I came up with when I was under the influence of... Thanks. Stuff. Of maybe a drug or two. Um, and I'm not sure it makes any sense. But I ended up... Wa- I walked into the bathroom and I was washing my hands. And I looked into the mirror. Uh-huh. We've and, all been there. Uh, I don't know how long I was staring into the mirror and doing weird things with my hands and or body. <laughs> <laughs> 
that I found very entertaining. But I thought to myself, looking in the mirror is like watching yourself in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then I proceeded to dance around in front of the mirror and watch myself in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We spoke earlier Uh that about role playing, uh-huh. you're like, yeah. I mean, I'll be fucking John Wick during sex. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it uh, with that. How much did you pretend to be John Wick in this head? I didn't pretend to be. I didn't pretend to be anything necessarily. I just moved. Was there a plot? No. To your nothing. No. It was. It was like it was a, more of a Fantasia. Jam. <laughs> exactly. It was. It was very much like Fantasia, where there. I just kind of moved from like. Dancing to then just doing weird hand motions, and then and I kept was... doing this thing where you you know how you can't ever see the side of your head. Yeah, oh yeah, because you're, you're trying can't. to see it, but because light travels so damn fast, it's that stupid light, Michael. But I could have swore that I could see the side of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, I, we've all been there. Yeah. Um, you said this was in a public restroom. No, no, no. This was in my uh, my hotel room restroom. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. I used to swear up and down as a child, not on drugs, that I could do two things. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember doing them. Mm-hmm. One, I could move between raindrops in a rainstorm. I was so fast. Yeah. The fastest kid alive. That checks out. Also, um, in the Bell's Florida Outlet Store <laughs> on Lake Worth Boulevard, I swear to God, Michael, that I ran down the aisle and I jumped into the air and I, I jumped and flew the entire length of the aisle, which was about 200 feet. Mm-hmm. And I, I swear to God, I did that. I was not on drugs. Did somebody pick you up halfway through? No, I just remember running in slow motion through the air like a graceful chimpanzee antelope gazelle. <laughs> also, my grandma calls it Beals. It's definitely Bells. Your grandma's really dumb. <laughs> but she also says things like Chickaflicka instead of Chick-fil-A. But to be fair, Chickaflicka is very funny. So <laughs> And the bow to you. The what? The bow to you. What? <laughs> like the both of you, but the bow oh, to you. I thought you were talking about a store. Oh, no. <laughs> is your grandmother Cajun as fuck? No, she's very Chicago. Alright. Um okay, so what was your favorite part of this movie that you made to yourself? Oh, that's a good question. Also, um, what was the runtime on this movie? Is actually what look, I'm most. I curious wish about. I knew. I mean, it could it could have been hours. Was it as long as Black Panther? <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was probably only like five minutes, but it felt like it felt like hours. That's fair. And I yeah. kept kept things kept happening. I kept thinking to myself like. You're an idiot. You're standing in front of the mirror, just moving. And then I would go, "Yeah, I but know." Look at this cool shit I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Something cooler than a, a 35 year old man just being like, "Look at me go." <laughs> Self. <laughs> oh boy. Well. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Uh, everyone, if you like this show, you can have more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, I don't even want to talk about blog posts. I'm not going to do it. I have I have content. I just haven't done it. Sorry. Fuck you. Don't come at me like that. Um, if you like this show, you can find out more information there, though. Um, you can also email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every message we get. And, uh, you know, if you want to share a story with us or have us read something to a friend online or, uh, I don't know, just say hi to us. Uh, we read every single message we get. And if it's uh, if you'd like it read on air, we will definitely do that. So feel free to hit us up. Um, we also do another show called uh, The Longest Days of Our Lives, in which me and Michael and our friend Curtis, who everyone might recognize from the last few episodes of uh, Trends in Low Places. Oh, by the uh, way, he's wa- alive. He's alive? He did He did not die after the episode, which oh, touch and go so, there for a while. That's so good. Thank God. Yeah. He was dire straits. <laughs> um, so we watch every single episode of the hit show 24, and uh, we go minute by minute, make fun of it. And uh, we've heard from plenty of people that even if you don't, if you've never seen 24 or don't like it, they still like that show because it's just us being dumb idiots and making fun of 
everything that happens. So, mm. um, you know, go check that out if you haven't listened. We're uh, we are right around hour nine of day two, season two of twenty four. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? You can find us on all of your favorite social media sites at TILPcast, TILPcast. Um, check us out on Twitter. Give us a follow on Facebook. Um, like our page. Um, Instagram, I don't, we don't post very much there, but, you know, just go like everything on there anyways. Um, just because. I, I have some content coming up for the, for the gram, all right, all actually. Right, right. Some throwback content. You know, and when you do see us post there, uh, please give us a retweet a like, a comment, um, anything you want. Uh, we're, we're always happy to hear from you. And you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps, uh, you know, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, iTunes, uh, hopefully soon on Spotify, Overcast, uh, all all that shit. Um, and the best thing you can do to help us out is please give us a rating. And if you have some time, a review, that is the best way for us to uh, kind of get out to the rest of the world um, and uh, gain more listeners. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. You know, if you like us, do all those good things. And uh, Michael, I just want to share a quick parting shower thought with you. Ooh. This comes from uh, from Twitter, from Manami Katori. And uh, <laughs> this is just dumb. <laughs> the past tense of William Shakespeare is what I was Shakespeare. <laughs> I'll leave now. Hashtag shower thoughts. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I were shook shook. What I was shook spear. What I was shook spears. It 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 makes more sense if you say will I am Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it's been lovely speaking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Toodles.